ओके सो एपिसोड टेन ट्रांसम्यूटिंग पेन मदिहा क्रिएटर तजीन अंजुम आई एम राइटर एंड अ ड्रीमर नेविगेटिंग फॉर रियलिटी थैंक यू तजीन फॉर बीइंग हियर um transmuting pain with a whole lot of smiles yes uh, isn't that the only way though we try true we try and we feel that's why we try hmm speaking of i think that's a thank you for giving me that cue because i mm-hmm. think feeling is uh, uh the feeling that i had about healing when mm-hmm. i first began was that um healing it was equal to in my head this was about two and a half years ago being super positive about life mm-hmm. and so what i'd been hearing from my parents for a long time is my god you're such a strong woman and i'd been hearing from my friends oh my god you're such a strong woman mm-hmm. um sometimes in some odd conversation that i'd have with my son mama you're a strong woman and s- nobody had taught me that but i had decoded strength as um somebody who chooses happiness chooses to look at the positive side of life at all mm-hmm. times and uh, chooses to feel good when circumstances are not feeling good so somebody who is a deliberate sifter almost like a chhani jisme aap jo cheeze aapko nahi chahiye wo khud ba khud niche parat mein chali jati hain aur upar jo hai sorry jo nahi chahiye wo upar reh jati hain aur jo aapko chahiye wo niche parat mein chali jati hain to main ye chhan rahi thi apni zindagi ko maine kaha ki ye mujhe sari cheeze nahi chahiye ab jo jo mujhe cheeze nahi chahiye thi were cheeze which uh, uh, hurt a lot सो चीज़ें लाइक पेन चीज़ें लाइक ग्रीफ चीज़ें लाइक एंगर चीज़ें लाइक डिसअपॉइंटमेंट बिकॉज ये सारी चीज़ें जो हैं वो हैड बिन माई नेमसेज फॉर फॉर अ लॉन्ग टाइम एंड ऑल्सो आई हैड बिन अराउंड बिकॉज माई एक्स मैरिज आई वॉज विद माई विद माई एक्स पार्टनर हु वॉज डिप्रेस्ड एंड हु डिड नॉट लाइक टू कॉल हिमसेल्फ डिप्रेस्ड इंडिविजुअल बट दैट कॉन्स्टेंटली वॉट दैट मेंट वॉज दैट इट वॉज वेरी डिफिकल्ट फॉर हिम टू गेट आउट ऑफ बेट वॉज वेरी डिफिकल्ट फॉर हिम टू अटैच इवन सिंपल गोल्स टू एवरी डे लाइफ मच लेस द बिग पिक्चर ऑफ लाइफ तो मुझे लगता था कि पेन और ग्रीफ और डिसअपॉइंटमेंट का मतलब ये है कि आप बेड के अंदर पड़े रहोगे आप नहीं लोगे और आप आगे लाइक देर इज़ नो फिजिकल मूवमेंट दर इज़ नो फॉरवर्ड मूवमेंट यू बी स्टक इन अ प्लेस फॉर एवर and so that's how i began my journey right for healing as like i'm going to choose to be positive and so i started with a lot of healing frequency music lot of night affirmations um phones laga ke main so jati subah bhi mere study ke andar jo hai wo i would just keep those tracks on so that uh, and i was you know i deliberately looked up all the steps on how you rewire your brain uh, was really interested in uh, neuro linguistic programming nlp Mm-hmm. so i looked at uh, how to um, un- how to get your brain to unlearn patterns by doing new things to maine nayi activities bhi kar li jo main kitabe padhna padhna jo the books that i used to love to read i stopped reading them started a fresh blah 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 you changed countries and i changed countries as like acha iska to ye matlab hai ki kuch bhi na i wanted to actually change in countries as a separate because mujhe hamesha there was one part of my life uh, which i always wondered what would be like what would it be like to live abroad mm-hmm. and i hadn't gotten a chance to do that while i was a student to baki to phir work hi bachta tha so i created a space in my life to be able to shift abroad with my two kids so maine sab kuch hi ha thoda drastic change hota maine countries bhi change apni mitti change kar li maine kaha chalo ji bilkul hi shuru se shuru karte hain to jab main wahan pe pahunchi there were a lot of uncomfortable emotions that i had successfully uh, put aside at some nicely uh, or uh, 
curtained away part of my mind started so emerging i uh, used to do that that you know somebody um, in my childhood or in my adolescent years had taught me this trick that you know whatever is like way too difficult to handle or uh, not something that you want to handle at the moment just put it in a big black box lock it and throw that box with the lock in a dark dark wow what a dark dark uh, suggestion and eggs. advice <laughs> This is like what the I don't know some uh, uh, Hans Christian Andersen ki mm-hmm. twisted fairy tale. So yeah, I did that for the longest of time, and I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So. Huh. But you know what happens with those things. Thank you for reminding me about that black box, though. <laughs> Are you going to go back and rediscover uh, all I the contents you packed away? Yeah. But hota ye hai ki with all the uh, no matter how carefully we've packed those away, and no matter how deep we've put them. Sometimes it takes a small trigger, and वो जो trigger है उसमें आइस एक बुलबुले उठना शुरू करते हैं of that uh, surface that you uh, I'm imagining it as a sea कि आपने उसके अंदर के काले डब्बे फेंके हुए हैं the deepest parts of the ocean तो events होना शुरू होते हैं तो हल्के हल्के ना बुलबुले उठना शुरू होते हैं जैसे ना जैसे dead bodies discover होती हैं somebody had thrown them away for good and you thought we'd never be discovered तो अब वो ना ऐसा ऐसा ऊपर bodies आना शुरू होती हैं पहले बुलबुले उठते हैं फिर एक body आई फिर दो आप पता चला कि पूरा serial killer था यहाँ पे तो इस पूरे सी में तो दोनों लाइक दो सीरियल किलर बॉक्सेज जो आपने हाइट किए होते हैं वो फिर बुलबुलों से बात बात शुरू होती है बट उसके बाद सारी जो बॉडीज़ है ना दे कम राइट बैक अप ऑन द सर्फेस तो जब वो वो बॉडीज आती है ना सरफेस के ऊपर तो दैट्स हाँ सेम सेम आई देर विटनेसिंग हाउ मैनी हाउ मैनी वो देर लॉस्ट काउंट तो लेकिन जब वो दोबारा आना इट इज़ अ ग्रेव यार्ड इट इज़ अ ग्रेव यार्ड ऑफ आवर सेल्व्स एंड ऑफ ऑल आई इमोशंस व्हिच आर वेरी वेरी अनकंफर्टेबल बिकॉज नो लाइक्स टॉकिंग अबाउट पेन यू नो वी इट्स इट मेक्स अस अनकंफर्टेबल डेथ makes us uncomfortable and we also try and cover uh, them up with in in shape of human beings and situations hmm what do you mean not just that you know so sometimes let's say we would um, associate the feeling of anger with a certain situation or a person hmm. though it's not just that hmm. it's a whole lot more and and maybe it's a lot less mm. which is because you know we want to accumulate it in some form and shape mm. so we put it in a person or a situation yeah but i think the forms and shape part of it is an essential part of meeting your pain for the first time especially for somebody who feels yeah. in visuals and i believe mm. you also feel in visuals yeah. and because so, we are also form bodies again, yeah. so we will only be able to connect with something like yeah that. yeah So how it translates for me is um, every time that you have to sit with an emotion or a feeling, um, it's very similar to revisiting you know the place of trauma where it first occurred. So before patience comes much later. Before that is the first part of it is uh, you're not ready. It doesn't feel safe to go back there, right? Mm-hmm. So you are uh, you don't want to go back there. So your first instinct is denial. then the second instance that you feel is okay i have to it's right here in front of me this emotion and i need to deal with it now mm. um and so let me go back and see where it came from when you go back to that place of trauma uh there's in there's a intense physical pain yes 
that uh, comes with revisiting that place and it's a physical pain and what that looks like what ha- what it has looked like for me uh is curling up on the floor and sometimes on the phone with you uh, sometimes on my own but a pain so intense that aapke andar se cheekhe nikalti hain aansoon ke saath saath so if somebody had told me that this is what healing looks like you curled up on your bathroom floor crying for something that happened um you know 40 years ago but it's a it's a wound on your soul and it needs to be looked at and it needs to be faced i would not have agreed to sign that contract i would have said you know what i'm going to take a trip buy myself more clothes shoes bags <laughs> it's always helped me why not now mm-hmm. um uh, you know order another uh, junk food meal whatever mm-hmm. whatever it takes binge watch netflix whatever it takes for me not to go through it but maine healing badi rose tinted glasses se shuru ki thi positive 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 singing la di da di da lekin where it's actually the real part of it and that's why everybody gets scared is what we call the shadow work mm-hmm. right which is uh, going back to places of trauma mm-hmm. um and every time you go back the tra- although the emotion is the same the trauma is different so when i had to go back to uh my sexual abuse when i was 10 or 11 it felt different when i had to go back uh before that mm. to me feeling abandoned uh in a household by my parents because i was not being seen and i was on the sideline somewhere while their life played out for themselves between the two of them it was a different trauma then i saw myself growing up uh, making decisions which were detrimental to my soul and my heart um giving birth to my son alone um bring him bring him up alone not accepting him as my son for at least a year and a half into it all of those are traumas and not and traumas uh, trauma as a daughter trauma as a girl mm. trauma as a child trauma as a wife trauma as a woman and then trauma as a mother that i inflicted on my child right and then when i so i go back to those then i go back to my ex marriage when i got married the second time and the person that i became in that marriage i was uh, emotionally abusive i was and physically abusive and what i was getting in ret- whatever the uh, the trigger for for it was was an intense amount of pain of me being rejected by my partner on in within the first two days of my marriage but i chose to stay in that marriage for 10 years so when i have to go back and relive those 10 years i don't mean day by day but as a moment which is so intense and so potent so i've had to go through all of that and then i remember very recently the trauma i've had to go back to, and it is a trauma of um uh the first time that my daughter was diagnosed with uh, being on autism spectrum mm. and i remember i was so my first instinct was and after actually in all the years since i was so focused on showing up as a strong mother for her now what that meant was ki whoever decides to pity her or decides to look at her with pitiful eyes or feels makes her feel less i would fight against them you know so i was very engaged with keeping her safe from the outside world mm-hmm. and just about 2 weeks ago when i revisited what it means for my daughter to be on the spectrum there is no other word that comes to mind but grief 
of an entire um I've always wanted to have a daughter always mm. um because I thought that I would do right by her somehow mm. right mm. um as a woman it was a woman to woman kind of connection that I had imagined in my head and I feel the grief comes from the fact that uh I did not allow myself to feel the pain of not having an entire lifetime with the daughter that I had imagined when I first conceived her um mm-hmm. so going back to my trauma uh, or my the pain that came with not being able to deal with my own emotions at that time was a different kind of so itni zyada was suppressed and then when i um uh, uh, got divorced again and i remember when i'd first gotten divorced and i had to bring up asad i said i would never be able to uh, be a single mom again i don't yeah. ever want to do that again and here i was having to do exactly that Mm-hmm. um taking responsibility in every way mm-hmm. uh for both my children to us waqt jo um uska jo ek pain hai wo alada hai so it's almost like aapko bar 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 pain ho hi ja rahi but events change hote ja rahe hain to wo pain ko ek main phir bhi ek koi i can't put them in one massive ball and mm-hmm. i say ki this massive ball is equal to 15 events in my life har ek ki mukhtalif hai pain mm-hmm. so what i discovered was a two Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's why I wanted to call this episode "Transmuting Pain" because for me, there are perhaps three steps of um, dealing with painful emotions. The first step is acknowledging them; they're awareness. there. Awareness, absolutely. The first step is awareness. The second one is accepting. It awareness is oh, they're here. Mm-hmm. The second one is uh, understanding why they are here. that means going back to your places of trauma mm-hmm. but the third one which is uh, just as essential is finding them a place to now to put them somewhere mm-hmm. where you going to put them mm-hmm. you can't throw them in the sea again because they're up to the surface ab nahi ho sakta kuch so what do you do with them so And also because you've mm-hmm. changed so as you said earlier they've changed as well so mm-hmm. बोटानिकल गार्डन में जाओ तो हर फूल की क्यारी की हर दरख्त का कोई नाम है सो यू नो हु दे आर वेर दे कम फ्राम एंड वाई देर देर सो आई स्टार्टड मेकिंग स्मॉल क्यारियाँ सो दिस नाउ एंड एंड हाउ आई वुड इमेजिन दम वज दैट आई वुड लुक एट पेन फॉर एग्जाम्पल दैट आई एम फीलिंग विद रिस्पेक्ट टू बींग अ मदर हुडन हर चाइल्ड नॉट एक्सेप्टर चाइल्ड एंड आई वुड होल्ड दैट पेन इन माई हार्ट and then i would see it transform into a translucent glistening i don't know a rose ki kyari like mm-hmm. gulab ki puri kyari right mm-hmm. so that's one but then another kind of pain is a champa another kind of pain is an amaldas like a third, mm-hmm. fourth kind of pain is motia to har ek ko because i want to honor it because all of those moments have taught me beautiful 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 amazing lessons mm-hmm. so if the pain if all of these moments have taught me beautiful amazing lessons and they deserve a beautiful amazing place to live in and i want to be in that place to feel okay 
about the pain which inevitably life will bring in the future. That means that I don't have to panic. I don't have to worry about what would I do with them. I know exactly what to do with this entire garden for it, right? So, um, building this garden, transmuting pain into a garden, uh, also reassures me. It reassures me that in future, uh, when life inevitably will bring uh, pains of pain of different kind, I don't have to panic. I don't have to feel afraid. Uh, there's a place for it, and. The other thing is that place can only become beautiful once you have learned what you needed to learn from that pain, because pain will not be transmuted, and it, that's one of the laws as well. It will not be transmuted mm-hmm. until you have learned from it. Mm-hmm. Yes, for that particular incident, it will be transmuted, mm-hmm. but and you can transmute pain without getting your lesson. But be ready for fifteen million such similar lessons. until you have learned the lesson and then it's finally transmuted right. so for me each kari of a of um in that garden of pain mm-hmm. uh reminds me of the lessons that i've learned they're not just transmuted pain mm-hmm. so the lessons that i've learned are on self worthiness primarily mm-hmm. on what it means to uh choose yourself mm-hmm. what it means to forgive mm-hmm. yourself and others what it means to take ultimate responsibility for yourself and not blame anybody mm-hmm. um the one lesson that i'm still learning is compassion mm-hmm. um because i've been a high achiever my whole mm-hmm. life apne bare mein bhi to mujhe mera khayal hai ki since i'm like here wherever that here may be it like in the universal scheme of things it might not be nowhere but in my head it's a here agar main yahan pe to everybody i love must also be here so then i'm not honoring the journey and their own experiences and i am hurrying them up that means i'm not really i the compassion that i would like to extend to them on taking their own time taking their own place meet me when you're ready that that is what i'm learning from my latest uh, pain chapter <laughs> so that's my entire concept on transmuting pain um now you share please so um as far as uh, you know the image that you created and how you're uh, transmuting pain is very much in sync with how i um not really felt because i don't think i really really felt it right now but i'm experiencing it um how you transmuting pain is through grounding energy it's basically your kyariya bana rahi ho hmm right so that's ground and in the most human form when we lose uh let's say to death to wo bhi hum ground ke niche jaate hain mostly right so um for me uh pain i'm not really sure if i've uh, experienced it like a stand alone process i've experienced it probably um uh, from a time when i wasn't even born you know mm. uh, physically painful experiences or um, i'm not i don't know if my emotional faculties were developed in the womb but the um, only grief i've actually experienced i think uh, which i cannot ignore because as i uh, shared with you earlier it was very easy for me to lock things in a big black box and just throw them with the keys in a big black sea right So the only grief that I could not really close my eyes away from was uh, my father passing away. 
you know anybody who knows me uh, knows uh, what sort of uh, like a close bonded um relationship i had with my father and when he passed away before and after that for a very long time i didn't really want to see it in the eye what um you talk about like looking at it and accepting it and it was so uh in the real world that grief brought so much pain that as usual with pain i just wanted to close my eyes to it but i couldn't because he was physically not there um i think uh, and we were talking before this um uh, session earlier and i told you that i'm mean, like i'm in a very very gray area so uh i don't even understand it right now fully to be very honest what i'm going through or what i've been going through since the past 5 years 4 years almost uh the process of losing him losing him and then the process of living with the fact that i've lost him mm. so um but one thing i do know why um that this is how we met in this world is basically just a fraction of who he and i actually are mm. that's why we never said a goodbye um the oddest thing is that you know i was i used to be with him all the time but the timing that he passed on and i was not around him and when i left him i didn't say goodbye so uh what actually uh, transmuting an entire relationship i feel mm. and maybe it's part of the denial phase of grief that i am not really looking at it maybe it's uh, actually uh, another realm that you know we're going to catch up again but right now it's so gray and it's so foggy that i just know that uh there are some elements which help me walk through it because it's so gray color helps me a whole lot of color natural colors you know i love uh, greens i love blues i love yellows and these are all natural colors they lift me up uh a whole lot of uh, gratitude because with me um i i i can't seem to breathe yeah. when i actually uh, you were we were talking about physical manifestation of that pain so uh if it's you curling up on the washroom floor it's me basically not being able to breathe wherever i am even if i am on my own bed you know so um and my heartbeat goes so high that i can't i mean like i think it's also one of my uh survival mechanisms right now let's say that a physical pain comes in between and i get absorbed and busy in dealing with that mm-hmm. rather than actually looking at the core issue but i know it's the core issue you mm-hmm. know you just know yeah is is that you're not ready to look at it uh color is one i think um, 
that aspect me up it's also part of the day the color you know when you when it's day you see everything hmm. i remember um, i think uh, three it's, it was the second or the third day of abu passing on and you called me actually and you asked me what gives you a sense of time and um, i was on my period so i couldn't really you know probably pray those days but i remember telling you azan so uh color and a whole lot of uh, scriptured affirmations i would say not just affirmations or any less of them or any more of them like because i didn't know what to trust so i could only trust you know the words that come in form of a book let's say mm. and uh, i think um, about 3 months down the line i started with bismillah rahman rahim mm. and because i was just starting and um, so a, lo- a whole lot of gratitude alhamdulillah for uh, being able to breathe after i thought i cannot breathe and so um after that also covid happened actually and uh, when we speak of covid we, we speak of a worldwide loneliness yeah you know so um when that happened and uh, you know i just gone through this entire episode of losing somebody to apparently healthcare issues and how in our world we frame it uh, but when covid happened i was i just wanted to reach out and help the entire world just like i tried to help my father and you know so that was one way of um transmuting the grief that i was feeling mm. healing others helping others in my own way mm. right um and now it's actually i think that phase where uh, i'm being compelled to look at it right in the eye mm. and that's why it had because up till now i'd just been trying to transmute it uh with different uh, in different ways of connecting with the outside right and now it's time to look at it so i'm um, trying to connect with the inside and and it's i've realized that it's reflecting in how my activities how my physical movement has changed so if my physical movement was with the outside factors earlier now it's uh staying home um writing walking doing yoga doing my tasbih um coloring rearranging my entire life just let's say um mustering up the courage to sit and look at things from the outside because to be able to look inside you need to be on the outside as well so this reminds me of um, when i was in malaysia i took uh, i stumbled upon this beautiful uh, healing technique called theta healing 
and I ended up taking a, a course, uh, actually extensive courses and getting a certificate as a Theta Healing Practitioner. And one of the things that intrigues me most about Theta Healing is it's actually there's no magic wand. Mm. It tells you, it enables you, it guides you to go back within into the deepest, darkest parts of ourselves and see who wants to say to us, uh, who wants to speak to us, mm. which part of us wants to speak to us, what do they want to say mm. and how can you help that part. So I love how you speak about it as an outsider, that you can look at different parts. And the other part of, and linked to that, what I loved was um, a um, an example, uh, a case reference that they give in Theta Healing, uh, which is that the woman who, I forget her name, Vienna, mm -hmm. um, she, she was the creator of Theta Healing as a discipline. So, and she was a great, she is a great healer. Um, and so a woman came to her and she had cancer um, and she worked with a woman, worked on her beliefs, uh, which because the essential practice of Theta Healing is anything that's not looked at, any negative, any emotion that's hurting you is not looked at for a long time, solidifies into physical disease. Mm -hmm. So they're solid blocks of unreleased energy. Mm -hmm. They make mm -hmm. themselves known by through body ailments and body diseases. So uh, she helped the woman get uh, cure herself of cancer. And three months later, the woman comes back and she says the cancer is back. And so uh, Vienna asked her a simple question. And it's one of the questions that is asked in Theta Healing. How is this disease serving you? Hmm. Because most, more often than not, when we are not ready to look at our emotion or one particular emotion. That means that there is something that living with that emotion is teaching us right now. Mm. And the moment we understand the lesson, we can release the pain. Mm. So the woman said, uh, she invited the woman to go within herself um, through meditation. And the woman said, uh, my husband had been traveling forever and he was never home emotionally, physically, mentally. Mm. He was never with me. And since I got cancer, he's been at home. He's been taking care of me. He's transformed into the man that I wanted him to be. Mm. So I, uh, this cancer has brought my husband back to me. Mm. And so Vienna asked her, she said, do you want to get rid of this cancer? And the woman replied, no. So the beautiful lesson in this for me personally was that there are only two ways to mm. One is if we're living with a disease or an emotional condition, we are not ready to let go of it because it's serving us in some way and we're not aware of how it's serving us. Mm. So the easiest thing is to go and ask, ask that emotion. Mm -hmm. When we when the emotion has outlived its use, you will automatically find a way to be able to transmute it. So my question to you would be, mm -hmm. how do you think this grief um, of your father's loss, mm -hmm. how do you think it's serving you right now? This is not meant to be a theta healing session, yeah. but, but. It's, 
keeping me comfortable and not saying goodbyes. Goodbyes are very, very hard. I didn't say one to him. So if I actually say goodbye to him, it's like I learn how to say goodbye, you know. And then what happens? And then so many goodbyes happen. I hope there are those situations and people in the big black box though. Right? So, so they can go back to where they belong. Yeah. So once you say goodbye to him, there are other goodbyes that you'll also have to say. Hmm. Now, in the past, present or in the future? Any. Any. Yeah. And what happens if you have to say goodbye to a lot of people? I'm not used to it. This is something that I'm just not used to. What would happen if uh, everybody that you knew and everybody that you loved you had to say goodbye to? What will happen then? I'll probably be... There's going to be no society for me, you know? That's what... So one of the biggest fear that a human being has... Uh, when, because you know what grief does, mm-hmm. it surrounds you, or pain does. It surround, it cocoons you in a black space where you're both safe and protected at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because we are so, so safe and protected from what? From the fear of being alone. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we choose, some people choose to spend a lifetime Spend, spending time with the memories of the loved one than going ahead and having new experiences. I'm not saying that's you. I'm saying that's the mm. human condition. Mm. Um, uh, well, because it's safer to be inside grief circle than to be outside where you again at some point would be left alone. So the fear of being left alone in the future keeps you inside the circle of grief. True. Mm. And... I guess what we, so what we were doing here was a, a brief sneak peek into a theta healing session what happened mm-hmm. because there's another uh, tool I love the technique where they use like what so they actually through questions mm-hmm. bring bring you to your worst fear to the very worst fear and once you see and I love this thing about anything that is not light anything mm-hmm. whether it's anger bitterness jealousy disappointment whatever anything that's not light I love the fact that it all of these things thrive in unawareness. The moment you look at them, oh, I see you there, loneliness. I see you there, fear. Mm-hmm. I see you there, um, you know, fear of being left alone. The moment you are aware of them, they already lose their power. It's already mm-hmm. healed. Mm-hmm. It's already mm-hmm. like you don't even have because to. That's all it needs, just the attention. Yes. It just needs to be acknowledged. So, that's why Theta Healing, they take you to the very end because the moment you look at your deepest fear or your darkest fear and you say, I don't know uh, how what future will look like. I'm just trying to imagine my future from my experiences of the past. And all of this is lip service right now because right now we're just standing in the tree and I was telling you, I was like, Zina, I am so scared. I've never been more clear and I've never been more confused. 
in my mm. whole life so yes intellectually or through theta healing lens mm. i can you know we can have this conversation on how when fear is looked at but the fact is the scene fear and doubt for me personally one is holding my one hand and the other one is holding my other hand mm. and this is me having been on this journey for four and a half years and i have not even tried to transmute fear and doubt because i feel like they are now essentially a part of my dna what i have what what transmuting fear and doubt look like for me looks like for me is i acknowledge them holding my hand and i look at them with love aap mere saath chal mere saath chal but main yahan ruk nahi rahi hu aapke liye and my hope is for myself Um, I hope is at some point they'll say okay, you keep walking. We'll sit here. We're done. But right now they're not done. So instead of hiding them and instead of locking them away, I'm choosing to walk with them. It's the best I can do right now. So all pain then is not transmuted into a beautiful garden some of it is destined to walk with you for a while until you've learned whatever you meant to learn from it and i do believe that i what i meant to learn uh, from it for myself is uh, compassion i'm a hard person when it comes to looking at other people's progress they should have done better this this one the this one that they definitely should have could have could have but they did not <laughs> अच्छा ये नहीं तो ये भी नहीं किया ओ हो वाई डू इवन बॉदर लविंग दम यू नो देर इज अ लॉड ऑफ जजमेंट दैट कम्स फॉर मी इन पीपल दैट आई लव बिकॉज आई थिंक दैट्स एन अदर लेसन दैट आई एम लर्निंग विच इज दैट वट इट मीन्स टू फील वर्दी इज टू ऑल्सो नो दैट यू आर वर्दी नॉट इन स्पाइट ऑफ बट बिकॉज ऑफ all the places you've been the darkest deepest darkest places and some darkest deepest places are still walking with you and you're worthy because of that but the moment we look at other people we don't want to acknowledge the deepest darkest parts of them we're only looking at their actions and so we're measuring their worthiness from their output mm. but if the zine and what that it kind of um, becomes my wake up call if somebody and by somebody i mean the universe had only measured my worthiness based on my output so if i was not measured according to my actions i will not i want to not measure people according to their actions and i know it goes against all the so many um healing so many mm-hmm. motivational talks or whatever which is their words are only the you know look at the reactions and not the words and i said look at none <laughs> look at none look mm-hmm. at them from the best version of yourself of who you are of who we are absolutely it's um, also the achagaman the good expectation from right you know the thing that you are the verse that you shared with me which was अल्लाह 
because uh, once we decide to imagine only then and and speaking of that it also tells me that you know um, it's a very hopeful transmutation but I and my mother my mother that. calls it utterly stupid illogical and impractical <laughs> she's <laughs> like madhya beta kab sikhogi itni to buddhi ho gayi ho and as like ama you know you have we'll ch- we'll agree to disagree she's like acha khana kha lo <laughs> so that's where how we agree to disagree ha so um there's hope you know when like uh, there's hope in our own imagination as well there's hope in our expectation there's hope in how we want to frame things and uh, we want to look at things and but isn't that all there is to like what else is life but the story that we are like what else is the world other than the lens that we're looking at it through with like what else is the world of course and also the fact that you know uh, apart from all of this reality that we are living and uh, we have lived and unexpectedly extremely good things have come out of <laughs> you and me yeah. and uh, a whole lot of other people that we know dude tazin was so grown up yeah exactly uh. so um, <laughs> in a lot more nicer manner than i ever expected uh, of ourselves oh, right exactly. so it's like when every time i go over to your house we like at least i do a look and start and, तुम भी शायद मेरे साथ कभी भी ज्वाइन कर लेती हो मैंने लंबा वाला तुम्हारा बड़ा वाला शीशा लाइक मध्या नूर आई एम सो प्राउड ऑफ यू बेबी सो प्राउड ऑफ यू लव हु यू बिकमिंग इमेजिन के अगर इफ वी कैन वॉक पास्ट ऑल ऑफ दैट एंड विद ऑल ऑफ दिस अवेयरनेस एंड विदाउट एक्चुअली द अवेयरनेस इन रीच हियर इमेजिन द प्लेसेस इंशाल्लाह वी कैन गो टू विद द अवेयरनेस दैट इज सो ब्यूटीफुल आई थिंक I love ending. Uh, do you want to? And that's hmm. actually the hope part that I wanted to talk about. Hmm. You, when you were talking about that, um, you know, you have grief and doubt in both of your hands. I'm walking through a very grey part, but I only have hope in both of my hands, like hmm. literally both, uh, because uh, I'm very obstinate, and I love happiness. and i want to go back to that time period where i only know how to be happy even with all the pain not because i'm closing my eyes because it's there mm. and i respect it but there's a whole lot of other life that i respect a lot more because it makes me more happy mm. you know it gives me lasting joys as well so i just hope i get there I really like this image, though. I like it's almost like an inverted image. So, uh, like how you describe it. So I am. So when I imagine myself walking, I'm walking in absolute clarity. Like it's, it's crystal pure and so clear. I can see. I can see from the eyes of my heart till the end of time. It's so clear. But I have hope, or and with it, I have hope and uh, sorry, fear and doubt holding my hand. you on the other hand are walking through a gray fog right but and with it you have hope holding both your hands such a stunning uh journey yeah, it's a mirror image it is a mirror image well it's some inverted image. mirror image uh, some yeah. some <laughs> some uh, some trans dimensional mm-hmm. uh, thing happening there mm-hmm. but that's beautiful and that's the only thing that keeps me going through the fog Hmm. And uh, nothing's going to stop me. 
from going through, uh, from walking movement. on this path I love, that I'm walking I love on. movement. I yeah. can't stop. <laughs> I can't stop. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So thank you. Thank you for thank being you. here. And for having for a conversation. For allowing me this conversation. Thank you for allowing me uh, a space in your life. And it's too. great to meet you here. खाना बट थैंक यू ओके